0: Now my advice to people who like this kind of service is...
1: Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech.
0: This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Decider. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 216, live from the Tech Guide studio for State of Origin 3, where... We are await with great anticipation the kickoff. <laughs> As you listen to this, you'll know who wins, you'll know which one of us is a loser. Um, <laughs> I being the Queenslander. Once a year Queenslander, Stephen Frenick from TechGuide.com.
1: Good, mate. Hello, mate. Yes, we, we decided to uh record before the game today. We didn't want any an- any angry being. I just after didn't want your game.
0: I didn't want people to already hear your tears. <laughs> <laughs> because they're very, they're very, very loud okay. tears. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll
1: soon be finding out. But
0: we do have a lot to talk about. We do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear dot com dot If you want uh, more information, you can go there, and we'll tell you about them shortly. Lots to talk about in the world of technology this week on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, hard to go past, in fact, uh, LG this week. And I'll, I'll start by saying I'm, I'm I'm a little surprised by the attention this is getting. It's excellent for for LG. Um, they've they've released and announced uh, officially the their curved OLED 4K TV is coming to Australia, which we kind of missed out on their big flagship one last year. So this year, this is we're getting it. It's coming here. We've got pricing. It's available yep. now. Harvey Norman stores. And the reason I'm surprised is because it is really just. Um, you know, it's a flagship TV, but they've got good attention out of this. I got a lot of calls today from the radio. We yep. did a story on a current affair. So yep. you kind of get a judge of, of how big a story is as to how much attention we get. Absolutely,
1: yes. When it makes the news, you know, something they're doing something right. But it, I think it's worthy of the attention because it does – look, they've had OLED before, yep. but we've never had 4K OLED mm. before. So you, you look at the two parts of the market that are really moving, where like 4K uh, has – has been increasing year-on-year by 260%. Mm. OLED year-on-year, and and LG have been selling OLEDs for 18 months. That is year-on-year 500% growth. So you take those two major growth factors, put them in the one television, and – I think that's that's re, they'd be they'd have good reason to anticipate pretty strong sales with this new television. I
0: think what's interesting also is that it's curved, and that's mm. actually like the third thing of note, yeah, it's barely right. even mentioned, yeah. in fact, in their releases. Yes. Yeah, true. So it's kind of becomes a natural thing for them for their flagship to be curved now. Yep. I'm not a massive fan of the Curve TVs. I think that's probably because I still live in a young family environment where a lot of people around a TV, Curve doesn't really work that yeah. beautifully. But to have the three, this is basically like having the three best features of a TV. Absolutely. Yeah? The Curve is, is a big flagship thing. It's an expensive thing. Yep. To have 4K is an expensive thing. And to have OLED. And to combine them all together for $10,000 for a 65-inch. Now, yep. to put that in perspective from my point of view, Yes, it's a lot of money, a massive amount of money. But it wasn't. It was only a year ago that a even a second tier 65 inch um, flat 4K yeah. TV from LED, TCL High LED TV yeah. was was six grand, right? Yeah. So for this to be flagship mm. launch price, ten grand. I can remember LG announcing flagship models at 12, 13, 15, yeah. 16 grand. So I actually think this is at a good price. I think Samsung would look at this and go, "Oh,
1: whoops." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, um, but. LG are really pressing home their advantage here because they've really taken the lead in OLED. Like right. no, no one else is no doing one else this. No bothering. So L, LG have they've found the formula so that they're making their yield rate, so that the number yep. of panels off the line that are working and, hmm. and efficient uh, is very high. Hence and, the and reason why they're pushing it so hard. To
0: put that in perspective for people, if... Samsung or some other manufacturer decides to go OLED at any point. Yep. They've got to build that yield rate. They've got to build that reliability in manufacturing, which LG is which doing. It
1: takes years.
0: They're basically yeah. cutting their losses over the years to, to the point now where they're probably able to manufacture and hit that 10 k price point. Yeah. It's a very big deal. It's a very big deal. Well, it's available to look at at Harvey Norman stores, selected yes. Harvey Norman stores already, so you can go and have a look at it today. Yeah. Stephen, I, I saw it briefly at CES. You had a good look at it at the launch the other, the other night. I, I have no hesitation without even having sat it in my lounge and play with it. I have no hesitation in saying it is the best picture you will ever see Absolutely. on a
1: television. It is going to be the best TV you can buy in Australia. Because OLED, for those who haven't seen OLED, the, the big the big challenge for any flat screen TV, and this was the strength of plasma years ago, but plasma was a real power hog, is producing deep black. Yeah. Now, just a quick summary of the technology here. OLED is a self-illuminating material. Mm. So when the pixel, it's either on or it's off. There's no backlight to block. It's on or off. So black is pure black. So Mm. when you look at an LED... The backlight's on all the time. The pixel has to be turned on or off. So there could be a little bit of light leakage between the pixels, hence the reason why the blacks, they really work hard to get that black level higher. Mm. So that's the real difference you're going to see here. And if you produce a great black from that, you can produce all the colors. Yeah. And they're saying this screen can display a billion, more than a billion colors. You know what? This is going to sound crazy, but stick with me on it.
0: Do we have the International Space Station pass over to Yeah, I saw Sydney, that. Right? Yes, we did, yes. Now, when you look <laughs> at the stars from the city mm. of Sydney, they don't look that amazing because of the bright light that comes from the city. Yeah. But when you're in the country, I was just up in the country, yeah. and you look at the stars, the stars are unbelievable because there's no bright light yeah. from, the, from the ground. Well, that's, that's funny, it's funny you bleed. should mention
1: that because Grant Vandenberg, who's their product manager at LG, used that very oh, example. Really? I wasn't there before. Yeah, well, that's, that's pretty coincidental. He used that very example to start his presentation. He said, look, when you're in the country... Away oh, from the bright the lights. Seriously, way. that's what he started with. And he showed this beautiful image of the Milky Way. You can see all the all the stars in the sky. Yeah. He said, that's LED. That's what it can produce. So you guys are on the same wavelength. That, um, uh, so I was
0: taking photos of the stars thinking, yeah. oh, I wish I could do this in the city. And well, that's the bleach. So and it looked brilliant on The light on it, on from OLED. the ground in Sydney is yeah. what you know, sort of dulls out the Stop the stars. And that's what happens with yep. LED. And O L E D basically says we're shutting off all that ground light and we're giving yep. you the absolute picture that you absolutely deserve.
1: Absolutely what he said. Worthwhile, how he started off his worthwhile
0: standing there. And I swear to God I wasn't there, people, I was with <laughs> with my kids. But absolutely worthwhile going to Harvey Norman and having a look. Oh, because yeah. it is amazing. Now let's be clear. If you've got ten grand to throw at a TV I think we both recommend you get it. It's a beautiful team.
1: If I had a lazy 10K, I'd buy one tomorrow.
0: However, a couple of caveats. It will come down in price.
1: It will. Now, it won't come. I don't think it will come down as as,
0: as previous years because I I think it is already priced aggressively. I think LG, who. Desperately want to take market share from Samsung, and rightly so.
1: And they'll get it. yeah.
0: I think they they want to get that aggressively through pricing. Yeah. Now Samsung will react with pricing, but I think by Christmas it'll be nine grand, right? So it'll yeah. come down a little. You bit. You've got to
1: remember that Harveys have got it first yes. alone, and they're gonna while they've got it exclusively, they're, they're gonna, gonna not, drive the They're price. gonna they're gonna say right, oh, it's ten thousand. But once it goes wider, yeah. then you'll see some competition. So the price might drop. And so there. look,
0: if 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 you want this TV and you don't have ten grand, you can wait. But you're not gonna you're not gonna save a lot by waiting. To mm. be honest, you're gonna save. Maybe a grand, maybe two in six months. But it's not going to come in erratically because it's well-priced. But here's my other thing, and people get bored of me saying this, but when you're at a Harvey Norman store, there are 50 TVs on the wall. And I know it looks the best there. But when you're at home, there's just one TV on the wall. And can I give you a gold platter guarantee? The one on the wall looks the best. There's nothing else to compare it to. When I when Stephen comes around to my place, he doesn't bring his TV and go, "Mine's better than yours." You just so <laughs> I, so. There I is think, that. Thing I think about, that. I don't say. Yeah, it. I there think is that. that thing about remembering <laughs> that it needs yeah, exactly to fit, right. your, fit your home, fit yeah. your budget, and then essentially, if your budget yeah. is ten grand, I hope that you can get this. To yeah, you.
1: well, it it is really though one of those things where to appreciate it. You can, yeah. We we've been talking about it for a few minutes now, but to really appreciate it, got you have got it. to stand in front of it.
0: And also remember, again, I'm not I'm not taken away from the TV. I categorically yeah. say this is the best yeah. television you'll ever see, mm-hmm. in, in in until next year when something better comes out, of course. But um, remember also when you're standing in Harvey Norman, they're playing a demo loop. Yes, if you are, and about it's to also four K, a four K
1: demo loop too. They're playing.
0: Yeah. I the Harvey Norman will have a Foxtel connection. I encourage you. Yeah to plug in, to ask them to connect to Foxtel, Fox Sports Connection, because that's the best quality HD, regular yeah, yeah. HD content yeah. you're going to get, I think you'll still well, be impressed. There is I an think upscaler you'll still like though.
1: it. They do have this six-stage six upscaler, stage and so all the, which, which does a good job in, in pumping up that but signal. But it won't do a good job yeah. with free-to-air Well, technology. that's true, but but I think that, and they'll also probably pump through pure native 4K content from a hard drive or something, mm. which looks immaculate. But the, uh, the the Upscaler does does a great job with LG. I've reviewed LG TVs recently, and their six-stage st- Upscaler does a great job in in pumping up that resolution without it looking too cartoony and artificial. So, uh, yeah, the OLED, I think, is... Uh, it's a shot across the bow, I think, LG to the rest of the market saying, look at us, and very bold of them. And, you know, good on them. They've, they've got this technology all to themselves. Like Samsung, I've got their SUHD, which is kind of a tricked-up, LED with the nano crystals. And we had a call on radio today saying, look, I just bought this Samsung SUHD 65 inch curved. Is mine the same as that, as the OLED we were talking about? And I said, I'm afraid not, no. although yours is good. It's great TV. But be- this is different technology. It's Like you got an LED, well, this is OLED. For that, I wonder. Oh, he would have paid I think a sixty five inch curve would have been up there, like seven, eight thousand yeah. dollars curved T V. And
0: with seven or eight grand you probably were able to pay ten, so you would be looking over your shoulder. But I would yeah. say to that guy, same thing as you probably did, it's still a beautiful oh, picture. Absolutely.
1: Again. Yeah, Samsung TV's look terrific, but I think side by side, you're going to see OLED is the the black level is going to be is remarkable mm. is remarkable.
0: Yeah, and, and look when you're in the store, always ask them what content they can put on it because it's good to see it. Well, or take along rear. a
1: DVD or something. Take yeah. along something you know very well, like a Blu-ray disc you know very well. Yeah. For me, I take like Star Wars up with really? because I know that back to front <laughs> and I know exactly how it's supposed to look. Mm. So take something you're used to viewing mm. and check. When it you out. and George sat together and watched that he showed. All the bits. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> Two
0: blokes <laughs> talking tech. You can see the, uh, the details of the uh, LG OLED 4K Curve TV at techguide.com.au. Well, there's
1: been a lot of talk lately of uh, subscription video on-demand services. Of course, we're talking things like Netflix, Stan and Presto and QuickFlix, just to name a few. And interestingly, Telsite, the tech analysts, emerging tech analysts, put out some very interesting stats about the number of people in Australia who are actually on those services and I was surprised to see that more than 2 million Australians have active SVOD accounts mm. and this this is this is a figure that pre Netflix let's let's say call it pre Netflix which is December 2014 the figure was only 315,000 obviously Netflix when it was launched in, in March, brought a lot of people to, to the market, the people who were then starting the service with their three their free 30-day trial, as, as, as were the other services. But what we've seen is that now that these free trial periods have ended and these, these free trials were offered not only uh, you know, with uh, certain internet service providers, mm. mobile telephone operators, and smart TV manufacturers, there is still a very high percentage of people, in fact, one point five million of those subscriptions are now paying accounts. <sighs> you had an issue with this
0: story. I a had few an issue with ago. the Roy Morgan study. It was two thousand yeah. people and they extrapolated out. Yeah. Tellside I have much more regard for in this space in the kind of predicting text and tech and forecasting stuff. But this is a survey of around a thousand people. Representative sample is what they call it. Um, And what that means is they're trying to demographically break it up properly into things, but it's still an online survey. Now, I mentioned before I'm doing an online survey just for funsies, the same stuff. And my immediate um, filter that I want to put over that is... The people clicking the link to fill in the survey have some awareness of what streaming media is, let alone whether or not they've got it right. So I do challenge still the 1.5 million breakdown mm. of, of subscription accounts. I, I wouldn't just you, but don't... wouldn't you
1: think that like you, like how many times have people asked you on you know and me on the radio and, and just people asking just to just to know, all about the, the interest around it. Absolutely, Netflix. It's I there. Don't, like no questions. Do I? How much data do I need? Do I need broadband? Yep. I think just that but interest, for every one doesn't of them, that show you though that there's a lot of people that are behind this that want that represent that big crowd? We just had dinner down at a local pub.
0: <laughs> I reckon if we'd have got the balls, stand up and ask the, the twenty or thirty people. <laughs> stand in, in the room. line people, survey. No, and just say have you ever heard of have you ever have you ever subscribed to not heard of? Because heard of is a is a massive yeah. weight towards yes because yeah. is such a big brand. I think you'd be surprised that bugger all people have seen yeah. it, heard it. Uh, well, 1.5
1: million, though, if that's the representative figure. We're talking a nation of 23 million people here, yeah. so it's still early days.
0: One in 20. I think one in 20 is still too much.
1: Yeah. Well, and I... They, uh, they, they,
0: but to their credit, to TelSite's credit, they don't go to the point of naming one provider as having a certain number, but yes. they do make it very clear they that Netflix made it order. Has, yeah, Netflix, Netflix is at the top. Well, Stan. that's obvious.
1: Stan, Presto, QuickFlix, I think is the order. But this was interesting, this figure here... They say that in the month of June alone, those top tier or those subscription services generated $17 million in revenue, Mm. which is significant.
0: Now, I've spoken to people, uh, shall we say, in the game, and a lot of people are writing off Stan and Presto because they don't have the numbers that Netflix have. And I think the point that Uh, that they would want to make is who's to say that their business plan isn't built around them having... 10% Ten percent of the market.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, you know,
0: if mm. if the streaming market is a hundred percent, and mm. and Netflix has, you know, eighty ninety percent, who's to say that Stan or Presto's business model okay. isn't built around them, well, profit profiting or or their 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 first year business case doesn't have the ten percent. Well, he so it, let's not well, write yeah, them
1: off yet. Snap survey of two. Okay, yeah. you and me. Yeah. What do you use?
0: I I don't use anything.
1: Really? No.
0: Well, I pay <laughs> for Stan. I've got to, got to cancel that because I don't use it. Yeah. I've got a free Netflix subscription, yeah. which they gave. I don't
1: use it. And you don't use it? Nope. Well, I, I use, I'm, I'm regularly using Netflix, mm. regularly using Stan. I, I spoke to someone. Because there, there are shows on Stan, and, it, and they, they and very and smartly doing this, from Channel 9. They promote mm. it heavily because 9 is a partner in Stan. Mm. Uh, some of the shows that were not shown on pay TV here last year mm. are now on Stan. Um, and there was a show. Example is a show called Power, which is produced by Fifty Cent Fitty. Our Fitty. mate, Fitty. Our mate Fitty. He, that, Fitty. That show is on Stan, and they've been promoting that fact. And I'm now watching all those episodes on Stan as well. Hmm. Um, I don't. So, but old hey, episodes the of Doctor Who and and old episodes, episodes of The West of Wing on Stan. That yeah. was awesome. But um, I, I'm using both, and I think just that, that sort of leads me to this next point that. Uh, the 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 catch up services, pay TV services. They're saying that they can all coexist because, on average, people have one point six SVOD services, which means there's a lot of people with two, a lot of people only with one, some with three. Well, so I'll
0: tell you my numbers. My numbers are seventy percent of people only have one service. This is people that are actively paying for a service. Seventy yeah. percent of people have one. Twenty three percent of people have two. Yeah. Four percent of people have three. Okay. So you know, there's no doubt. It oh, 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 actually it all pans out. My only challenge to this is the the doing an online survey which automatically tilts the market mate mm. I just I, I just spent two days at my mum's place my mum and her partner Was she Gary, Netflix per, mate no? <laughs> they watch they're sitting there watching the ABC every night yeah. they're flicking through the television yeah because but that's it's choices though it's choices they've got, they got a, they got a yeah. TV they don't have an internet connection that would yeah, take okay. this stuff yeah, right 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 so you got to remember there's a bunch of Australians yeah. who literally can't access this stuff. But
1: you've got to remember that. There's a little thing called the NBN that's rolling out. Yeah, it's going that's going to really, I don't know, but it, it, that's going to then enable this kind of like your, your, mum in, in your mum, which where she is in the country, yeah, yeah. she'll have NBN as well one of these days. And
0: my point about that is this is the thing don't write off Stan and Presto because of their course. plans, yeah. their business plans may be five year funded, yep. ready to go business models Absolutely. that say in five years we want to have 15 or 20% of Australia. Well, all Sorry, Presto, all Presto
1: has of... to do is just turn on HD for a start. That'd help. That would that would really bring them up because they've got a lot of good content. They, they they've do. got a, an exclusive uh, the series about Charles Manson with David Duchovny called Aquarius. They're all constantly really announcing think, all just, these programs. Can
0: I put this to the listeners as our Twitter question for the week yes. on the Ziggy Zang hashtag? should Stephen be writing an entertainment blog? I believe... Mate, <laughs> I, you know I'm more it. about yeah, entertainment. I do, Laura, yeah. Well, I'm happy to offer you a column on EFTM yeah, regularly. Because obviously web, it doesn't work on... I've tech got, got a website of my yeah, own, Yeah, but mate. Tech Guide's all about technology, mate. I no, think EFTM's a perfect to fit
1: for m- your... Um, we might have to sort of... S- s- pivot. into lifestyle. <laughs> pivot. Yeah, pivot into lifestyle and yeah, sport don't, and don't sport as well. Don't pivot
0: too close to me, all right? Thanks very much. Uh, <laughs> one, other, one last thing.
1: One last thing. Everyone's thinking one question I also get, and you get this too. Do I need to have Foxtel if I've got my these SVOD services? Yeah, yeah. Now, according to TelSight study, at the end of June, 40% of households that had SVOD services also had pay TV. So there is quite a decent crossover there as well.
0: Because people that are willing to spend 130 bucks a month on Foxtel An extra are 10. happy to spend another 10 no drama. 10 or 15. Though. Full data and full details of the TELSite survey are at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech.
1: You're listening to Two Blokes Talking
0: Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennig. Now, I am blown away. I, I, had, I felt it was April Fool's Day today when, <laughs> when this product was announced. GoPro have the most amazing action cameras on the market already. I've seen plenty of competitors. We talked the other week about the Sony action cam. We've seen Garmin's Verb. We've, we've got the Contour, which has kind of disappeared but still around. A lot of them had great features, great things that they did well, but GoPro was always the smallest. It was also the lightest. It's just such an amazing little camera. And they've just announced the GoPro Hero 4 Session. Stupid name for a stuff. Um, but the thing about this is, it's like it is basically the size of the lens it on is. your it's GoPro. It is tiny. It's and tiny. And within that small space, so I imagine it. Just to try and describe to people, I imagine you could you could uh, balance it on your thumb. It's that yeah. small, right?
1: Well, it's fifty percent smaller.
0: It's it's fifty percent the size of a GoPro, yeah. And it does
1: thirty percent lighter. Everything forty percent lighter. Except
0: basically the four K and a, and a few frame rate issues, but yeah. Generally, it's as good as like last year's GoPro, um, at half the size, five hundred and seventy nine. But not half the dollars. price. No, but oh, so that's been the I've reaction two issues. two issues. Yeah, yeah. First one is amazing innovation. Second one is who and why. So first on innovation, isn't this amazing? It isn't is it brilliant. amazing that a company that the size of GoPro can invest three years apparently in yep. building their entire product into something so much smaller? Mm. And that's amazing to me.
1: But why? Well, I, I think who needs this? Well, I think it's it's, it's a it's a, a just them showing off that we where how far showing. they've come. All right, look, yep. all we will look what we can do, uh, and yep. I think too it also and as you know, people strap GoPros to their arms, their heads, their chests, their, you know, wherever their cars or their boards, everything. Yep. Uh, I don't know what that look was for, but anyway. The, but the GoPro, with session, no, with the session, with awesome. the session it, it's, there's two mounts. There's a normal mount that's sort of a higher mount, but there's also a really low profile mount that on your body or wherever you want it is to, to store, that's the low profile but mount. The here.
0: GoPro is an ugly thing to have sticking off a helmet. Right, yeah. you're a bike, not, not bike rider or something, and that's not anymore. That's, that's yeah. the thing. You can be sitting on the side, and obviously you can do the tilt of the photo, of the image and everything. Well, being
1: square, that's right. You can actually have it on correct. any side, yeah. and it automatically corrects it.
0: And and it'll automatically
1: correct. Well, I wonder we should to test that. Will it automatically correct it when will. it's on sideways? Yes, any direction, it'll yeah. be automatically adjusted. Um, and and so it's one button operation. One button. One button. So there's only two buttons on the whole thing. Yeah, well, one but and a half buttons they say. But small here's the
0: thing. It still does the Wi-Fi connect, yep. so you can still Bluetooth line up as well. The camera yep. and download. the the images via the yep. Wi-Fi and, got, the, and the it remote. connects to your
1: app as well. Um,
0: that makes just
1: and no mind th- blown by it. The, what I'm impressed by too is that out of the box, it's waterproof. So forget the housing; you yep. don't even need a housing. Yep. The the mount that you get with it is they've got a, a frame mount. So it, it, the, how to mount the actual camera to the to the GoPro mounts is with this frame mount because the actual camera itself is waterproof already. Hmm. So that that's a lot of the bulk taken out of it right yep. there. Uh, so Mate,
0: a lot of these things are going to be found on the bottom of rivers, and uh, you know, <laughs> Maybe, water, yeah. you know those where they do the water sports and stuff. It's like so small. People yeah. hold onto this stupid thing, and they're going to drop them. But uh, unbelievable to think how small they can make it. And you know what else this does? As a, as a kind of complete segue to nothing else. It makes you realise how their drone technology could be something different because absolutely, you know, if, they're, yeah. if they're building, they're going to release a drone next year. That's you you right. imagine what they're going to do with cameras,
1: and there won't be just one camera on it. No, on, on, oh, there'll be a couple of cameras on it. Yeah, mm. so
0: that, that's pretty exciting to me. The GoPro Hero4 Session is phenomenal piece of innovation, if, if nothing else. Five hundred seventy nine
1: dollars takes good stills as well. Stills, we should mention, eight megapixel can do single shots, you still get burst better, mode, you get better still time lapse. Phone, you could. Time-lapse uh, is its best but feature, this 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 can also do, like, and you can do full HD. Uh, I think it's uh, 70, 60 frames per second. Yep. Can also do... 720 at 100. 720, but 1440 even yeah, at, right. at 300. Uh, 30, sorry. Yep. So uh, that, that's pretty impressive. Obviously, if you want to go 4K, that's your Hero 4 Black. That's yep. the top of the line. The Hero 4 Silver, which is a similar shape, that's got the built-in screen. Hmm. But this also does connect your app if you want to have like remotely monitor what you're shooting or mm. activate it remotely. Hero 4 session. And uh, I actually interviewed the uh, Chris Kinman from GoPro for, on my Tech Guide podcast if you want to hear what he had to say.
0: Techguide.com.au for all the news and info about the GoPro Hero 4 session. And we do it all each and every week. Thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear netgear.com.au. And don't forget if you're uh, looking for a smart home security system, the Arlo cameras from Netgear are unbelievable um, wireless 100% wire free they, uh, they're they battery powered they they connect to a, a kind of exclusive Wi-Fi network in your home and allows them to detect motion and upload whatever motion it detects it records a video of your choice of length up to uh, up to the cloud and you can watch that video on your smartphone computer wherever you like you can even email you the video it's unbelievable technology from Netgear the Arlo, A-R-L-O, Arlo smart home security system check them out now at JB Hi-Fi or at Netgear.com.au.
1: Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes
0: Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fenwick. So you're an Optus broadband customer, we should disclose. I Aren't certainly I'm a, I'm a Telstra Big Pond cable customer. But, geez, didn't Optus go hard this week? Um, I guess responding to market conditions and, and the way the Internet's going, this is it's an interesting space now the next couple of years because of the NBN. It's going to yep. completely deregulate, essentially, because the, the government, again, owns the kind of backbone of the, of the Internet. So Optus announced this week unlimited... Mobile, am oh, sorry, home broadband plans. Um, oh, I don't know though, Stephen. You're a customer. Competitive yes, or um... they are
1: absolutely well. The the bundle it was originally 115 dollars. Then they put it down to 90 dollars, and now it's 95 dollars. But the 95 for that extra five, you get a lot of extra stuff like right. uh, unlimited calls on your landline, Optus TV with Fetch, those sort of things. Uh, and unlimited unlimited yeah, international data. calls and unlimited data. So you think about what we were talking about a couple of minutes ago with the streaming video on-demand services. That brought a lot of attention to data in the home because a lot of people thought, oh, what's this Netflix business? And, oh, great, I can stream, stream movies and TV shows, not realising that it takes data. It's actually impacting on your data allowances. And a few people learnt the hard way that that's what it does. So now, rather than you having to check how your data limit's going, Optus takes that totally off the table now. So peace of mind for any customer who wants to enjoy these services uh, and, and not have to worry about going over, there is now and no limit. Before you get limit. to the
0: other plans, i got to say, I think this is them using beautiful analytics to go, our our research, our customer base is showing us that it's it's they want data, they're using data. Um, Netflix, you know, among their customer base, is, is proving very successful for them. And they're basically going... We want more of that customer base. We want more of the Netflix customer base. Mm-hmm. How do we get them well, we offer one, unlimited data?
1: They're one of the companies that offer the free six months. That's right. So if you joined uh, with Optus, you did get that, whether you're a mobile customer yeah. or a home customer. Uh, so there's an opportunity here. I don't think there are not any other. Are there any other ISPs that offer unlimited? Oh, Is like there, yeah, there's like plenty of like TPG and, and stuff. Yeah, right. But, that's ADSL we're no, not, we're no, talking no, yeah but this
0: is the thing this is cable too you can get cable yes, internet here yeah, right? Yeah, right so yeah. you certainly if you're in the cable space I It has some cable homes, yep. and there are NBN plans, but there'd be very few NBN unlimited plans, and yeah. I wouldn't trust any of them because yeah. um, the wholesalers, uh, the retailers, are, are not paying the NBN <laughs> for unlimited data. Trust us. Mm. So very competitive from Optus up through yeah. the thirty meg or one hundred meg cable. Absolutely range, right. I, unlimited data.
1: I, I've been with Optus Cable f- from day one, and I can remember about oh, I think around two thousand two thousand one, un- they did have an unlimited plan oh, really? in brackets. Twelve gigabytes. Was <laughs> <What's laughs> there unlimited with a asterisk? Twelve gig. You, you use that a month on your. You use that on your phone now. Yeah, Twelve yeah, gig. Yeah, yeah. But uh, interesting how far we've come. But is there any other like uh, your Telstra plan? Is that does that have a terabyte a cap? of data? A terabyte. Because I'm just saying like unlimited for people, it sounds great. But if I looked in my my usage my usage time. data, I'd probably be. Not even half that. Like, yeah. I'd probably be 500 at the most. I rarely
0: hit the 500, and I yeah. actually hit the terabyte last month because I've, I've ter- turned on like four different cloud sync services, uploading a lot of photos. Well, it wasn't all so. that porn, was it, mate? No, nah, mate, it was just <laughs> um, family photos, but jeez uh, for that. <laughs> I don't keep that on the cloud sync. No, um, and so I, I would really need 500, let alone yeah. a terabyte. So I think it is pure marketing ploy. Yeah, because, exactly right. And this is the thing about mobile plans, about um, home broadband, about all these kind of plans. You've really got to look at what you use yeah. before you go switching carriers because you may not need unlimited. In fact, yeah. you may get better value from Telstra because you only need what they're offering. So just be cautious about the marketing, but bloody great offer from, from Optus without Absolutely. any question. Absolutely. Uh, and you can read the offers and the, and the deals at uh, techguide.com.au. Now, like,
1: like any other industry, I guess, Trevor, technology, a lot of people assume certain things they think well yes my i've got a mac so i can't get a virus or oh yeah i've got more megapixels that means i'm going to take better photos well these are ladies and gentlemen technology myths and on tech guide earlier this week i decided to debunk several of those including the two i just mentioned so we're going to go through, let's a couple run through right them. now
0: let's run through them Stephen, from top to bottom you go
1: well Macs never get viruses uh Eh, wrong. That is uh, that is not the case. Macs can and do uh, uh, are infected with viruses. In fact, in the last year or two, there's been some pretty solid Mac viruses that have done the rounds. People have to realise that hackers and cyber criminals go after the biggest target, which is 90% of the world's computers are running Windows. So mm-hmm. hence the reason why 99% of the world's viruses are are on the Windows platform. But if you own a Mac, you do need internet security software, you are you got a false sense of security thinking that Macs never get viruses. Protect yourself today.
0: Second one is, um, I didn't realize this was a tech myth, but bigger isn't always better. Thanks for clarifying <laughs> that. Um, we're, talking, me- we're talking megapixels here, aren't we? we are referring to megapixels, and, uh, and it's true. So, you know... The, the pixel count doesn't matter. And this was proven by a lot of camera manufacturers coming out with 40 megapixels. Just yeah. stupid And smartphones too. Smartphones as well. Um, you know, smartphones and their cameras are not dictated, to be honest, by their megapixel count. You really can only compare them on things that you can't see or measure, which is like the sensor. The, the, the speed of the shutter to me is what makes a yeah. good, good camera. But the, the quality of the lens, the quality of the sensor is what matters most. But you can certainly judge a 2-megapixel camera. Like a front-facing camera, 2-megapixel is very different to an 8-megapixel. But when you're talking 8, 10, 12, and 14, mm. it really only makes a difference when you're trying to print those yeah. pictures. it's the size of the file, isn't it? The yeah, the size of the file and the yeah. si- size that you actually want to print it out in. But um, So it's, it's what you do with the pixels that counts. It's it's what that's right, what you right, do mate. with it, not what
1: the size is. So exactly right. That at uh, today, yeah. <laughs> well, while we're on uh, – smart, we did speak about smartphones – Security on your smartphone. Mm. I think a lot of people think, thinking, nah, it's my phone, I'm okay. Well, this has become an alarming trend now where a lot of threats, especially on the Android platform, being a more open platform, yeah. iOS is a lot more curated and, and, and filtered. So the smartphone has become, well, let's face it, it's your mini computer in your pocket that mm. you still browse, email, banking, a lot of information on there. That is now becoming, uh, as I said on the Android platform, the number of threats are increasing because there's a lot, a lot of people who put out apps that may have a little bit of code in the background yep. that you're hitting okay, okay, just to get your app, but you're not realizing what you're okaying that app to do. That's right.
0: And the myth that you don't need security on a smartphone does also apply to the iPhone. If you're someone yeah. that doesn't, doesn't understand phishing and the way cyber criminals work, you can get things like Trend Micro mobile security. Yeah. You can use a different browser on the phone, which will actually help protect you from those kind of threats. So. Yeah. The, the myth that you don't need security on a smartphone is absolutely incorrect. You, you certainly can and do. Um, this is a good one, though. I like this because you talked about um, the, the fact that you, people think you need expensive cables to get a good picture. And we're talking about HDMI here primarily. People you know when they buy a TV they often get upsold really you know gold plated a lot of people a and... lot of
1: pe- people take the bait too they and buy look,
0: it. I've seen tests I remember Monster Cables were in town they were trying to demonstrate the testing and it, there's no doubt that there is a difference when you're sending data down a cable but really as you made the point it only makes a difference when you're dealing with long cable lengths because signal degradation can can occur the ones and zeros can start to disappear over a certain length so just be cautious about the length of the cable not not really Uh, the value of those short ones.
1: Here's one that a lot of people, I think many people listening will do this. They keep their smartphone plugged in to charge overnight. Does that hurt the battery? Well, the latest batteries... Uh, uh they, they've they got enough smarts about them to stop charging when they reach 100%. Mm. So I think back, I think probably three, four years ago, that might have been the case where keeping them plugged in would make the mem- the battery lose what people thought was a memory mm. so that it wouldn't, on its own, it couldn't run for that long. So today's smartphones, like the latest iPhones, Samsungs, you name it, Leaving them in overnight is okay.
0: And I can prove that because I've got still got that Belkin Valet. Do you remember that charger? I've still uh, got one of those on my yep, bedside yep. table. And it turns off when there is no current being consumed. There you go. And so it turns off after a couple of hours yep. of charge. So there, you go. All the time. there you go. The, uh, the myth that your Samsung smartphone is tracking you. This is a thing that went viral uh, recently. picture of someone had peeled off the back of the sticker on the battery <laughs> and they thought that there was some sort of tracking device on there. Relax, it's the NFC tag. So it's the little, it's the little antenna that allows NFC to work. The tap and go payment technology, the tap and go pairing technology. Yep. It's
1: all there. It's well, not a tracking. I got to say, shout out to my uh, former telly, daily telly buddy Adam Taylor, who's a photographer over there. He actually sent me that video on Facebook and said, "Mate, can you check this out? Oh. Is this true?" And he said, "You know what?" I said, "No, mate, it's the NFC, the NFC antenna." And he said, "Mate, you know what?" A story debunking all these myths would be great, and that was why I wrote that story. So shout out to Adam Taylor. He was the inspiration behind this yarn. One last one. This myth, only teenage boys play video games. Well, geez,
0: aren't you a young teenager?
1: Yes, I am. Uh, This is probably the biggest myth of all, the... The computer game industry is something that our computer games are enjoyed by families. I don't know whether the long family participate in some games Skyland sometimes. Is, mate. It's massive. There you go. So it it is something like for all ages. <laughs> Average age of a gamer in Australia is 32 and this is the more surprising 47% of players are female. Not many people that I shoot and stab on Call of Duty over of, of nighttime are women. but They might not identify. <laughs> they maybe, maybe, not. maybe they're, uh, yeah, that's a very good point. Right. Well, but if you, know, you are playing against me, I'm Sharky68. That's Sharky, the number six and the word eight on the uh, PlayStation Network. Sorry. Can, if you are a female, sorry, identify yourself.
0: News. Sorry, breaking news.
1: Sharky? <laughs> Sharky, that's my nickname. That's the name of my company too, Sharky Radio. Well, no, I've I've always been called that. Sharky since I've been a, a child. Sharky's your nickname. Yeah, it is. Did you know that?
0: How on you earth? You knew that, didn't you? Druggie's mine, but
1: Druggie. you're <laughs> oh, I'd rather mine than yours, just quietly. <laughs> That's just not a good. Sharky. Name. Now, the, I tell you how I got that nickname is when I was when I was young. Sharky arms You, know, you lose it, no, You lose your front teeth. You know when yeah, you were a kid. Yeah, yeah. My two front teeth grew in straight and big, and it was around the mid seventies when jaws was all the rage. And my late brother Joe, God bless him, said, Oh, geez, you look like a shark. And then that stuck ever since. My, no, my family, no one calls me Steve, everyone calls me Sharky. There you go. There you go. Something you know about it's me, like ladies and gentlemen. Tech
0: episode 216 but hang on a minute. You're, a minute. minute.
1: you're not going to get away with druggy.
0: how did you get <laughs> druggy? <laughs> when my family moved from Griffith to Woi Woi in year 11. Yeah. So my, I, I came to, to Woi High School in year 11. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Rex, the engineering science teacher, the best teacher I ever had. Uh, sit down, and he's got a class of people he knew from year ten, and he's yeah. "Who's this bloke?" And I've gone, "Yeah, Trevor, I'm just from Griffith." He goes, oh get a druggy." Oh. stuck since then.
1: Oh, so because the Griffith, uh, all the Griffith, dramas with... Yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah, the Griffith equals drugs. Trimbolis and all that, yes. right? Well, I'm not no. going to name names, but please.
1: Well, alleged alleged. Uh, uh, it people. didn't
0: cause any problems when uh, the <laughs> police raided our home and saw a lot of uh, notes. To
1: it, I thought it was because you carry around three smartphones <laughs> a, a day. Yeah, I thought yeah. people thought you were These a drug dealer. Be for other
0: reasons, but anyway. Okay. I've had a lot of nicknames over the years. Uh, <laughs> druggy and Flipper would be the other one. I got, I got Flipper during Flipper. my Speedway days because oh. I'd flip out. Lose my nut Uh, over, uh, over the simplest little things. Right. Okay, go. I'll keep that in mind, mate. When, the, when, I, the, when the
1: pressure's on, I can, I'll keep that in mind. I
0: can lose my call. Cool. <laughs> two Blokes Talking Tech and Talking Nicknames. Tell us your nickname on the hashtag ZiggyZaggy hashtag. I wouldn't mind hearing from our regulars and some of our new listeners uh, or new tweeters. Nicknames, please. Uh, ZiggyZaggy, the hashtag. Two
1: Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech
0: with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. All right, as we prepare for State of Origin
1: 3. There's Mal Meninga, the great great Mal Meninga,
0: interviewed by another Queenslander. Um,
1: What a wonderful human being. Just a bit of of trivia, too, on the State of Origin. Mm -hmm. It's actually, we're recording this on July the 8th, just Mm -hmm. before the Mm kick-off. It is 35 years to Mm -hmm. the day Mm -hmm. since the very first State of Origin match at Lang Park. I was three. I was a bit older than three. (laughs) But it was also Mal Meninga's 20th birthday, so that makes him 55, 55, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: Thanks for that, Stephen. There you go. It's time to uh, <laughs> time to do some minute reviews, and you're going to kick it off. Geez Jabber are trying hard in this um,
1: sports fitness earphone category. Well,
0: mate, straight off the
1: top, I'm going to say they've nailed this. This there is a go. cool product. Now, for those of you who want to get fit, want to get into shape, one thing that's lacking is the motivation or someone on your shoulder saying okay come on you can you got to do It'd this help next if you didn't give me chocolate well that's okay but if you if you want to have that same effect so that accountability that that sort of person in your ear literally in your ear saying okay you got this next you can rest now so rather than you having to worry about your workout you can preset it and this these pair of headphones the sport coach earphones from Jabra when they're paired with your mobile device so uh, when you're on the Jabra sport app allows you to set a training session. So you can have a cross-training session. There's more than 40 exercises to choose from. You can choose whether you want to do uh, time-based, so like an exercise for 30 seconds, or you want to do repetitions, like you've got to do 10 of a certain exercise. You choose how you want to do it. You choose your rest period, and then hit go, and then you're away. You, you can choose the exercises to concentrate on your core, your legs, all these different kinds of exercises and it's like having a personal trainer there with you, telling you, "Okay, you're 10 10 seconds to go. Okay, you've got a rest period now. Okay, next exercise is a burpee." Surprise, it will surprise
0: you to know that I've actually tried this style of thing before many yep. years ago. The Adidas that's my coach. Yep. And it is actually very, very useful to have yeah. a real voice, and it's got so much better in terms of quality. Yeah. A real voice helping you through the thing, other than just going, yeah. "You've been going for ten minutes."
1: The headphones themselves are available in three colours: there's blue, yellow, and red. And audio quality as typical Jabra. Decent high quality audio. The app itself um, was not as intuitive as I would have liked. It it took a little, a few goes to sort of work out how to add a new, uh, add a new workout, and then access all the different exercises. So it took a couple of goes. Took a didn't realize, didn't see how uh, obviously how I could delete something. So the app is good, not great. It's probably going to improve, but in terms of having that. having that program that you want to follow you can see your progress i think people are going to get a lot out of these headphones if you if you're that person who just that needs that little bit of extra nudge to get your workouts done to get to reach your fitness goals it's well worth a try the jabra sport coach earphones 199 dollars they'll be available from mid july from rebel stores and jb hi-fi check them out techguide.com.au
0: And wrap it up, mate, with uh, one of my favourite products, the um, Casio Edifice. This is uh,
1: a basic, everyday, good quality watch, but it's got Bluetooth. Well, we do we do hear the term smartwatch fairly often now. And for a lot of people, a smartwatch uh, has to have a digital screen. It has to have apps running on it. Casio have been making watches forever and a day. They make great products. And I classify this, the Edifice, the EQB500D1A. The Edifice range is kind of their top-tier smart, uh, their watches. I classify this as a smart watch. Yes, it only has Bluetooth to connect your device to your phone, but there's so many things you can do. It's really handy features that are useful. They're not just gimmicky features. One is the fact that you compare your, the watch to your phone when you land in another country. As soon as the time's adjusted on your phone, the time will adjust on your watch. Very handy. Uh, you can have access to more than 300 cities, so the, the, the dial at the, at 9 o'clock is a, it can be a secondary city time. Mm-hmm. You can also set that through the app as well. Uh, it's also solar power. There's tough solar on this, so it converts the light from the sun and other light sources into power, so this keeps running uh, all that time. The other smarts on it too are the ability to set the the uh, uh, the phone finder. So you you know, to yeah. how many times have you left your phone? Your phone maybe slipped under the under the cushions or under some paper on your desk. You can actually emit a sound from from the watch to your phone, so you can find where you left your device. Now, yes, it, it doesn't have all those apps and the, everything you can run. It does have the one app it connects to, which is Casio Watch Plus. You can also do things with the stopwatch through, through the app as well. Another thing I really liked about the app as well was it was a great guide to the features. When you, when you first see this watch, there's so many buttons and knobs and dials. You're thinking, what is this? The app actually is a really good guide on all those features, pointing out what the buttons do, what the dials are, are for, so a really great way to understand the watch as well. The Casio Edifice EQB500D1A, a nice-looking watch made made of steel, looks, looks like a watch, a real blokey watch. Uh, and it is priced at $649. Check it out, techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech
0: with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And that's a wrap, my friend. Uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 216. Thanks to the good people at Netgear, Netgear netgear.com.au. We'll be back next week celebrating uh, Queensland's one in a row. (laughs) Good Uh, on you. (laughs) And uh, and we look forward to hearing from you on Twitter, at Stephen Fennick with a PH, and I'm at Trevor Long. Hashtag Ziggy Zaggy for any questions, comments or thoughts you've got. Thanks for your tweets during the week. And uh, we're always trying to respond when we get them. We'll be back next week with 217. Talk to you then, mate. Yes, you will. And
1: two in a row for the Blues. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Finnick.